What is up, EOE community? Welcome back to the Extraordinary Excellence Podcast. This is our last episode of season two. We will be going on break and coming back January 4th, I think it is, that first Monday of 2021. We want to tell you how much we love and appreciate you listening. We're so thankful to be able to provide fun, actionable content while drinking a White Claw. If you have any ideas or thoughts, certainly let us know. Reach out to us at the Extraordinary Excellence Podcast Instagram. But I do have a few awesome announcements. First being, Extraordinary Excellence Finter, Fall Slash Winter merch is available. We worked the last several months on it. We have some really cool stuff, zip-ups, hoodies, t-shirts, dome warmer hat beanies. We got notebooks. We have quarter zip embroidered. So it's really cool stuff. We'd love your support. Definitely check it out. If you spend, I think it's $70, you get free shipping. $100, you get a free notebook. And I think it's like $170 or whatever it says on the site. You get a free hat and a free notebook. So definitely check that out. That store closes Friday, Black Friday. Uh, so that's stuff one of a kind. I'm not going to say for sure, but it is possible you put that in your closet and then this next several years could be worth several million dollars. I can't say. Limited edition. Who knows? Might be more, more valuable than Air Jordans. Number two, kick strings. I have thousands in my attic. $10 for 10 of them. Donate some money to charity. If you'd like them, you can take them. If you want to pay less, give me a call. You can have some. Number three, Phoenix Manifesto audiobook. Mostly new content, off the cuff, podcast style. will be out in the next few weeks as soon as it's approved on Audible, iTunes, and Spotify. Not Spotify. Audible, iTunes, and Amazon. That's where it'll be. So definitely check that out. And lastly, if you can't get enough, live at 5 on A Spark Is Born on my Instagram handle. I do that during the week. Monday Motivation, Tuesday Takeover, Wednesday Wisdom, Throwback Thursday, and FOMO Friday where we don't record it and you had to be there. It's going to be starting at 5.15 for everyone that hops on. Uh, We're going to be starting a little bit later based on everybody's requests. And we did want to tell you, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy this time with your family. Definitely check out Seth Godin's Thanksgiving Day Reader. Also his blog's amazing. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We're so thankful you're in our life. We're so thankful for your part of the team. And thanks for listening. And we can't wait to catch you soon. 2021 is going to be our best year to date. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon. the Fresh Prince song again. <laughs> yeah, you start this time. You start. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's not in West Philadelphia, yeah, born and raised. On the playground where I spent most, most of my days. days. Chilling out. Come on, Darian. Relaxing all cool. Been a shooting some b-ball outside of school when a couple of guys were up, up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got one little fight. My mom got scared. She goes, you're moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. Whistled for a cab and when it got near. Oh, got all right, Darian. There it is. Okay. That was Darian's. Darian. I Idol. do poetry because I can't rap. If I could rap. Poetry and rap is the same thing. No, because you need rhythm to rap. So if I could There's rap, I would, be si- I would be rich already. A cadence to I write free verse. Okay. That's interesting. He's a free bird. Is that a truth or a lie? <laughs> Who knows, well, ladies welcome and gentlemen. to this episode of Extraordinary Excellence Podcast, where we have three very ordinary people talking about our own ordinary things and there's nothing extraordinary about anything in this episode so if you are looking for heavy <laughs> or is content there. maybe or is there as far as i'm concerned that i know of 
I don't know how heavy the content in this meeting. <laughs> this meeting. I have this questions. Meeting's yeah, gonna be, I have questions. This podcast know. meeting. <laughs> Welcome to our meeting. Thank you for being here. We're so glad. If you grab a seat, you can grab some cookies in the back. The, co- the coffee is Anthony brought some co- croissants. Um, but I did want to say this is going to be the last episode. For this season. Season two. And I am overwhelmingly thankful that you guys listen to this yeah. podcast. There's so many things to listen to, to read, to do. Blog posts, social media, podcasts, audios. Just there's so much to do. I just can't tell you guys how thankful we are that we're able to add value to your life like this and that you listen. So I want you to know that we're so thankful for your, our fans. We're so thankful that you're here. And I uh, do want to do an intro. This why I don't like Sunday nights. Here's usually it goes about 10 o'clock at night. Sean's like, oh, what about the intro? And I got to like get out of bed. I'm all grouchy about it <laughs> because I forgot. And then Sean's doing it. He's like, dude, why do you never do your intro? So let's do that. I really actually quick. don't say that. No, not really. But he just says, where's the intro? It is. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> that's, that's how Inside. I, well, that's how I'm OK. I'm OK if we don't have an intro to I'm cut not. a good section out of the out of the episode that's true. and put it in there. Sometimes the teasers work better than a 17-minute intro. This is the season finale, though. So Anthony's about to bring <laughs> the most concise, like be like the most concise killer intro. I don't know if Sean understands the marketing power of this podcast. But anyway, some new projects that are coming out. First and foremost, Operation Impact. Our goal is $500,000 this year. We are really working hard with corporate matches and, a te- and teams of somewhere around 1,000 or so people that are going to be participating this year. So if you do want to wow. give for that, wow. operationimpact.co. Um, actually, how do, they, how do they give to a team? Like how do we – we should make a podcast team. Okay. And people that want to give, they can give to the podcast team. That sounds good. Cool. How the do we the do teams that? are listed on there. They could just search for a team. Yeah. When you get to the website, operationimpact.co. Oh uh, yeah, there would be like a search bar, and you can find the team that you want to give to. Okay. So it's gonna call. We're gonna call it um, EOE Podcast. We'll also put a link in the description. Put a link in the description. The okay. notes. Maybe we'll fix this. So Operation Impact. I do have my audiobook version, podcast style Woo-hoo. of Phoenix Evolution that should be coming out. I have 9,800 or so shoelaces in my attic if you'd like to go to (laughs) kickstrings.com. I think that we will run a blowout sale where um, we'll do it for $10, all 10 colors. And, uh, you know, so with like shipping and tax, be like 12, 13 bucks. So we'll do that because I have thousands of them for years. I got to get some new shoelaces. They're very cool. And uh, we'll donate, you know, we donate money to charities with that. And uh, I think that's it. So that's all I got. That's it. John, you got anything you want to throw on there? No. Throw got we, we are lock the fire. I, I, I we're over twenty thousand listens, downloads, oh, I should are? say, in seven months. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of good feedback. People say, "How's the podcast going?" I say, "I think it's going good for two dudes and then Darian with us, <laughs> um, two and a half dudes." <laughs> I'm gender neutral. I'm, just, I'm out there, just two dudes and Darian. I figured you'd appreciate that more. I like than that. Anything. I like it. Um, you know, I said that the guy goes. You've only had your podcast for seven months, and you have twenty thousand. You guys are just regular people. I said, "Yeah." He goes, "That's awesome." Who said that? This guy on one of the the on Bumble Biz. Oh, cool. And um, I think his podcast has been around for like six six months, and he has about like twenty four hundred. 
So I felt really bad after he asked me. When I started asking some people that had podcast numbers, I didn't realize that our, I, I thought our numbers were bad. I didn't really realize that we had pretty good numbers. It's because we have such great fans. Listening. We also compare ourselves to Joe Rogan, Tim <laughs> Ferriss. We just want to make it in the top 50 yeah. podcasts. Yeah. And even when Joe Rogan started, his podcast didn't take off right away. He's had that for years now. Yeah. But now it's $100 million that's, go- Goliath. That's a serious, that's a serious. Joe serious Rogan, 2020-24. going to be next president. Get ready. Is that what he's saying? No, no, no. Oh. It's, well, there's is everyone memes, running for president. There's now? memes on like on like what it would look like. It's oh, like that's doctors can only give elk meat and DMT. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty common. <laughs> pretty common. <laughs> only thing they could do. But uh, yeah, so that's the story. What we are going to do for season three, we're going to be taking a break. So you're going to be hearing this towards the end of November. Um, so I think it's like the 22nd. It's going to be the last episode. Yeah, right before of Thanksgiving. Yeah, the week before thing. Right before Thanksgiving, a few days before. And we are going to then take off until the end of December. First new episode is going to go live January 4th, 2021. So here's what we're thinking. We started this, if you go back to our first episode, and I said, I don't care who listens to it. I just want to do this for fun. <laughs> we're 35 episodes deep, 36 episodes deep. If you Your number says, ones. correct. Your the number vault. says the 30, vault. 31. We've had to pull multiple <laughs> ones down due to different... Uh, Copyright infringement, rules breaking, <laughs> you know, non-flattering stories, all different <laughs> types of things. But um, we do want to go into 2021, and we want to go into this third season with a lot of intentionality. So we need to hear from you guys what you feel would be the most valuable. Do you want to have, you know, continue us continue to do interviews? What types of interviews? Do you want us to do like a group kind of panel type discussions on specific topics and yeah. content maybe organizational leadership marriage healthy communication investing budgeting crucial conversations you know we do a lot of leadership training maybe we need to take some leadership concepts and kind of really walk through organizationally leadership maybe we talk about finances maybe you know we literally just make a joke one where we just roast each other the whole time so don't, we don't make do it an that actual episode. Episode. no it will be an actual episode like the episode <laughs> the goal of the episode is who roasts the best can we it's still like be roast friends off. can we still be friends at the it's end like of a it roast off. that'd be funny so, so that's material. the story but um yeah so that's kind of what we're looking at we're working into we're gonna get a whole bunch of great guests Dave Vanderveen's going to be coming back. I yes. think we're going to do some, some reviews or re-interviews. I guess you'd call them reviews. Reviews. Yeah, it's a review. Redo. Um, redo, review, interview. <laughs> um, so we're going to do a bunch of those. And yeah, so that's what I got, basically, just to kind of frame some of that stuff out before we get into these questions and stuff. Yeah. I, I'm, that's where I'm with you. You said everything. Oh, the merch. We got the, the merch. merch. I just thought we would be live before the merch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you already bought the merch by the yeah. time you heard it. <laughs> yeah, the store's closed. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, you wanted merch? Too, Too bad. <laughs> Here's what I will say, though. Be proactive. We, we will be doing quarterly, seasonally. There will be one week only, limited edition, Ooh. one run only Ooh. pop-up shops. Fall yeah. shop Collect should be item. opening Monday, I would say. So fall, winter. Fall, winter. Okay. It's winter. More winter. likely winter. Okay, so we have our shop. Popping up Monday. Yep, popping It'll on. probably run to the next Sunday, so we mm-hmm. make sure we get all the orders The Monday shipped. before this podcast, just Yeah, last FYI. week. <laughs> last week. <laughs> FYI. For you last week, we're, it, we're, we're in tenant now. <laughs> For me, we're moving forwards in time. For you, backwards. Or vice versa. Who knows? Got to watch the movie a few times. Um, but then we're going to have our next um, stuff come out. I'd say March. I'd say it would be yeah. our next pop-up store. Maybe, fe- maybe we'll February. do a winter. This is a f- winter. 
Maybe we'll do winter. Maybe we'll do like parkas and like uh, blankets, igloos. We're going to miss it if it's in February, I'll tell you that much. You don't know. <laughs> That's true. Climate change? That is true. That is, <laughs> that no is true. Pop-up igloo would be bad. bad <laughs> what would you, what'd you get from the EOE site? The pop-up igloo? Ooh. Darian's face inside of it. Earmuffs? Mm. Yep. Hand warmers? Yep. Bottle rockets? <laughs> That's a winter necessity. Yes. Did you bring the bottle rockets? <laughs> Always got to get Whistlers. Uh, Why buy anything but Whistlers, honestly? I don't know. Roman candles. <laughs> Roman candle fights are fun. Explode in the That's shape a of a compass. Yep. Oh, okay. nice. Right. Anyway, we just got way out in the... We're visionaries. We'll take, we're taking suggestions. Yes. But, um, yeah, so we probably have something to come out. Maybe February, February, March time frame. You'll look for the next one. But hopefully you got stuff because these sweatshirts going to be sick. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yep. Yeah, so, so that's it. All right, you're ready. What I got, I guess so. I think let's let's start off a little a little bit fun here on this one. How um, fun? A little fun, okay. a little fun. We'll get more fun. Okay. Um, I dare you. I gotta think about that thing you for, said before. Yeah, think about marinate on that. This one will be easy. Since for many, 2020 was a dumpster fire of a year, and it's kind of easy to like pile on. Yeah. And people are gonna be hearing this around Thanksgiving. Why don't we do this? Why don't you guys take a few moments and talk about something that you're thankful for out of 2020? Let's flip the switch. Yeah. No, totally. Let's flip the switch. Switch, switch. I don't know. Is that what it is? Yeah, like yeah, you're dancing. And yeah. Then. Yeah. Anyway, we'll make a meme of that later. <laughs> Anthony has no idea what's going no on. Idea what you're doing. It's just because it's Kay a trend. On TikTok all the time. Oh. It's like the, the couple's dancing and then the light switch goes off and they change clothes. Oh. Dude's wearing the girl's clothes. Yeah. Guys. Oh, yeah. And yeah, like yeah. usually twerking. Just I've seen Callum watch twerking. those types of things. The guys usually twerking. I'm yeah. picturing. I've been practicing my twerking. <laughs> I'm just a, a, like the image of Darian twerking on my dining room table. Just happened. Wow, it's the hard. Dining room table won't hold that. It's a, what are you trying to say? Man? <laughs> <laughs> Twerking's a lot of momentum. <laughs> how do you twerk? <laughs> I'm doing it wrong. Because I don't know the switch song, but I know how to twerk. Yeah. Twer- just said. Twer- an average man twerking should be able to power an entire <laughs> one family home. <laughs> Dad, I want to go on the internet. Go. Okay. Um, I am really thankful for 2020, and it's almost like a um, like an like you're embarrassed that you had a great year. Like I feel like guilty, right. but 2020 was one of the best years for us. I mean, Callan left her job in November, so she was home with the kids. Um, I've been working, and we've been working at, at you know, and you get used to it. But we were working and traveling at a very high capacity. I mean, on a monthly basis, we were in Massachusetts twice in person. We were in New Jersey twice a month. We were in the city four times a month. And that's a minimum of an hour to an hour and a half each direction. Many of those are three, three and a half hours on those. Um, we were traveling a ton. And, you know, babysitting was, was kind of a challenge. We had had a nanny. We were looking for another nanny. But when COVID came a- a- in March... It really, it forced a lot of healthy changes in our industry. So I'd say the thing I'm most thankful for in 2020 was proof of concept to be able to do things digitally, which in my opinion for both my family and our organization has net increased the quality of life five or tenfold for people, being able to not have to have the time, effort, and investment that they were doing. So I'm most grateful in the short answer, being able to wake up with my kids and putting to bed every night and being able to get everything else done that we were doing prior, having a great year. Awesome. 
Yeah, I would uh, second Anthony. That while it has been a pretty wild ride for so many people and unfortunate events for a lot of people for K and I, it's been 2020 has been a blessing. We've grown closer in our relationship. We've you know been able to spend every single day together while we're working. You know, like sitting across from each other. It's an interesting dynamic to see how your significant other works in general. You learn a lot about them. Um, but we got we grew closer, grew closer in a lot of our relationships. We were able to become debt free. Um, I think that you know, with er, what the lo- like, not spending as much money in travel, like Anthony was saying, like going to different states. Kay and I would do that as well, just not as, as big of a scale. So we saved a lot of money between tolls, gas, and then you know our 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 business had just had uh, grown exponentially in those in these last seven eight months. So we've been able to become debt free. But I would say again closer in relationships especially with my wife um and then this podcast again the twenty thousand. i think it's at twenty thousand. you'll see the post or it's already been posted yeah. when you listen to this so and for people that haven't had a good year like you know we just one of the reasons we started this was to be able to do something this came out of covid because we were home and we had time we, we had a little bit of a creative outlet and a, a little bit more time to be able to create something like this but we are our goal is to help inspire people to help people give people content and give people direction to be able to have a better life i mean that's the reason that we create and we really do everything i mean our mission our goals to positively impact tens of millions of people's lives i went to dinner with some friends the other day and it's just one of the things i think is important for everybody regardless of where you are is make sure you get out of your own environment and your own bubble because you just take things for granted it doesn't matter where you are or what it is you know so i'm here I mean, our income has not been affected really at all. I mean, our income's gone up, if anything. Um, and because of our, our expenses going drastically down, our income definitely goes up when you consider net in out for our budget. And most people I know and most people I talk to, they transition to working from home in most cases, which was more of a benefit for most. So I, it's different hearing data online that people are struggling and losing jobs and knowing people and talking to them and experiencing the pain with them. And that goes in every area of life, just being in a first world country, not spending time talking to people in a third world country and the, ex- and the experience that they're having, getting yourself talking to people that are at different places, different backgrounds, different mindsets is so important for us to be able to have a proper level of empathy and a proper level of appreciation for what we have. Yeah, and I think <clears throat> you can have really challenging things happen to you and still be able to mine good totally. out of it Always. for for Nicole and I it was a much more challenging year um Nicole's been having some health issues for the last 6 months now um she lost her job um and I struggled with a lot of mental health you know I think a lot of people did during this time with anxiety and just seeing what was happening at the hospital and my friends going through so much and the massive loss of life but on the flip side of that though is that there's been such a drastic I think destigmatization, destigmatization of people talking about mental health yeah, issues totally. sure. and people like feeling more comfortable coming through or maybe people who have never really felt it, felt it this year and can like empathize. And I think there mm-hmm. has been like a coming together in a lot of ways of people wanting to talk about self-care. I, I've had so many more conversations now and sure. um, I'm just very thankful that that has happened where I, we can be more comfortable talking about things and, you know, being closer to my wife now than ever and, and also having you two in my life, you guys are probably the two I call when I feel the most anxious outside of my counselor. Um, so that's actually leads into kind of another question that Nicole and I came up with was, 
um, you you two are two of the least anxious people or have the ability to still live your lives through that kind of thing of, of some of the people I've talked to. So maybe some for people, because now that we're seeing kind of spikes going up again, I think a lot of people are feeling those feelings coming back and maybe even more with more force because it's like that second time around is like it takes yeah. you out. So maybe some so anything you could share with anybody who sure. is feeling that anxiety building up in them of some ways they can cope with it or or even just learning how to live with it. Yeah. Um, I think that might be helpful for some people. Well, it's interesting that you say that because I am not um, I don't know if I but when people use different words. So you're saying anxious, I say worried. So I really think it's it's really Similar. technically the same thing. You know what I mean? So when you say that, like it's like you're saying I'm not an anxious person. Yeah, but I, I'm constantly saying I'm worried. So it's not – I actually wouldn't say that I operate without anxiety. There are certain things that are strengths of mine, but what I have found to be the most important – so let's talk about the cause of the issue, in my opinion, more so upstream because most of our issues, I find, need to be handled ahead of time. Most people are too busy and worried about handling the acute situation of now versus the compounding factors that created the issue in your life six months, one year ago, the decisions that put you here. So for me, the way you spend money is one of the easiest ways for you to reduce anxiety in a huge global scale in your life. When you're depending on all your income and 100% of it, when you have debt, you are, I don't care who you are, whatever human being on earth, depending on where, how much responsibility you have, whether you're single, married, have kids, your anxiety level is much higher if you are behind the eight ball financially. So those decisions to make those good financial choices and have that discipline downstream gives you more capacity to be able to deal with an anxiety of something uncontrollable, such as a pandemic or an emergency. So I think finances, digging into your relationship and having the solace and knowing, because when you are... Your relationships on the rocks, your finances, you are living frazzled. You are living anxious just because of that situation. So being able to work and fixing those things upstream is super important. On the, on the acute, you're here now like, hey, that's really cool, Anthony, but that doesn't really freaking help me because I feel anxious now and I can't go. I don't have a time machine. For that, I, I feel like you talked about self-care, protecting the way you think and making sure you treat your mind in the same way that you would treat anything that you want to have value and be able to continue to be used is so important. You know, practicing cuz it's mental, it's meant anxiety is a is a thing a way of thinking that creates and elicits emotions. Now, you could go from emotions to thinking, you go from thinking to emotions, but if you can learn to control ruminating repetitive thoughts, focus and direction in different areas not that it's going to totally alleviate the problem not that you're going to i'm trying to say that you know if you have a level of anxiety that's um physiological or is de 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 crippling i'm talking about more so that kind of that range of unhealthy i'm not saying like i can't leave my house and literally that's a little bit too deep into that that's going to require a little bit yeah. more yeah solutions yeah that's going to maybe <laughs> i mean maybe you do need a short regimen of medication or something you know, that Definitely. i, I want to be clear but for the run of the mill normal i feel bad anxious i gotta have a few drinks i can't sleep i'm mm. really stressed about what's going on i think that making sure that you're meditating you're taking time to be still you're adding positive information to your mind you're guarding what goes in you are taking the time to work on your relationships and your finances proactively to put yourself in a stronger position. Because how much anxiety can I have? I mean, 
Financially, we don't have to worry about anything. We've worked really hard in our relationship, and I'm not worried about my relationship. You know, we for for Cal and I, it takes a lot more. We have a lot more ability to help deal with other people's anxieties and anxieties we can't control because there's really not a lot coming from the state that we're in now. If that makes sense, did that was that clear? Yeah, you built up like your bank. Totally, you got resources. You totally. got a well before you were thirsty. Yeah, a lot of people don't. They don't. Um, <laughs> Sean's laughing at you. They don't. They spend their resources frivolously on stuff that's not in alignment with their values. So if you're going to need to deal with something, make sure it's worth it. If you're going to take that time, take that money, take that investment, you don't have an unlimited amount of attention, ability, time, effort, creative energy, money. Willpower. You don't have an unlimited amount. Willpower. So you got to be careful. Neutral and, and negative decisions that use those banks are double negative because you, you do the bad thing or you do the neutral thing and you can't do the positive thing anymore. Well, I was laughing at Darian just so you, you have an idea because Darian and I were just talking the other day about these phrases that are used over and over again. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> it gets it almost is like numbing. Like, yeah, it's, I like, don't it doesn't use even them on mean, purpose. Yeah. Does, yeah. So like that's why he looked at me and I looked at him at the <laughs> same time. But uh, um, I'll come out like a little bit from like thinking about what you just said about friends and health care. People that are in environments that are chaotic and they have no control over because if you're working in a hospital system or in healthcare, you have no control over what patients are coming in or the influx that's going to come into right. there. Yeah, that's true. Um, and if you're, maybe you work in an environment where you may be financially sound, but you're in the finance industry and all these people are, the money's going, the market's crazy, everything, and you're dealing with that stress. I think it's like uh, you got to have to develop a little fire team or you and Anthony was talking about like little resources, like a group of people that are rock solid in their foundation that you can have a conversation with. Yeah. They're not going to make you worried there. It's not like uh, there's a, a sometimes when I, I talk to some, thankfully I have a, a sound foundation and I have good people that have a good foundation around me. Cause when I talk to some people and they're just literally talking about the negative over and over and over and the absolute worst. Yeah. It's bad right now, but like, that's why you're anxious is you have to try to look at it through a different lens. And I have people that little fire team, my little backup team mm -hmm. to, to help guide me through those. And then you implement the things of self care. That's also another resource that you could have in your little fire team. A little fire team is like the, the team that goes in and accomplishes the mission. And you know, with Anthony, with, you know, even you in, in certain areas of my life and like a Corey Rowe in certain areas of my life, you know, yeah. like, uh, who both of you have been on the podcast, like people like that in that have a good foundation, all your pillars that could help you walk through whatever's happening in your life, I think is going to be super important. My cousin Monica, she is a nurse and she was developing, I was talking to you about this, a system for nurses to pretty much deal with like the traumatic stress that the pandemic brought on to them. So she, developing those kind of resources and making sure you identify them, especially know that we know that there looks like there's another spike. There is a spike right now and it could get worse and it may, may, maybe it doesn't, maybe it gets better. Right. But starting to put those systems in now, like Anthony was saying with finances, do what you need to do now for the future. Start to think about that now for your mental health and your self care. Yeah. And I think a big part of both of what you're saying is you have to also get rid of the shame and just be accept yourself for what you are. Cause I think for a long time I was like very ashamed of 
my anxieties and mm. and, and and didn't want to talk about because I wanted to present as strong in a certain way. Um, so to do that shadow work and to to get into those resource uh, recesses of your mind and say, you know what, you know this is something that is part of who I am. I, I struggle with, and it could be a strength in certain areas because I'm thinking through scenarios before they happen. You know, of every scenario. So. Well, that's <laughs> uh, it's funny. You said, like everything that and Kay makes fun of me sometimes, but. When I walk into a room, I walk into a restaurant, I'm looking. Exits. I'm like, I'm, but I identify the situation. Right. I'm walking around the mall. I'm on a BSA, basic situational awareness. And she, she like makes fun of me. But like if something were to happen, I'm able to respond now, right. not react. So yeah. I think that's for if this answers your question or adds to the question is like putting yourself in a position to respond, not act like the military says, and we talk about all the time. It's not if something happens, it when it, it's when it happens. Something may like a pandemic may not happen for another hundred, two hundred years, but something else is going to happen, and it may be smaller. But your or your uh, feathers are already ruffled, so it doesn't. It's not going to take a lot to throw you off. So be a, get yourself in a position to respond, and that could be a group of people, resources, and coffee. Well, yeah, I mean, society's cyclic. Every basically every decade, there is some major disrupt, disrupting event. But that self-awareness that Sean was talking about, not just of your surroundings, but of your inner psyche. Yeah. You know, I see a lot of ignorance around people's own yeah, psychology. You got to be curious and say, why do I feel this way? Mm. Why am I angry? Why am I anxious? Mm. Why am I scared? I did a, I made a list of that the other day. Like I was just feeling like, why do I feel nervous? I just felt really nervous, you know, and it makes me not able to pay attention and it hurts your relationships. And I can't be present because I'm like, I, I feel like I need to do something. And it was just I had a whole bunch of projects going that I wanted to complete. So it was like un- incomplete loops. But when I actually looked at it, I had pushed every project as far down the road as I could. I was waiting on response and other partners and participation. So. When I kind of wrote it out, it helps to alleviate some mm. of that. But you wrote it out. No, but you got to write it out. And so I said to myself, okay, why do I feel so anxious? So being curious about how you feel, curious how you respond, learning yourself is so important. Secondly, on the thing of being it, it um, a strength, if you remove the if you remove the emotion and the negative effect of anxiety. Now all you're doing is planning out scenarios. So I am always running through different things, you know, and like there's not really like an emergency or a situation. I'm not surprised because I do have constant, mostly non-emotional, what people would call worrying. I'm running through what if this person died? What if this happened? What if that happened? What if this happened? What if that? So for me, I am so acutely aware that I don't know what's going to happen the next moment. It's And anything's on the table. Everything's in play. Because I think about it, even the small probabilities, it does give me some resilience in being able to handle the situation up front. So if you remove some emotion, it can be a strength too, I think. Good. Detach yourself. 100%. 100%, he says. 100%. 101%. That's your, that is your like Hunt. voice that you chose? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I like it. It's Get a little radio. more raspy. Uh, just like I'll just keep talking for an hour and on that. Eat a raspberry. Just, just go. Yeah, Ugh. LDR. You don't like raspberries? No. Snowberries. I don't like tart. I don't like tart. I like blueberries. Blueberries are my favorite. Those are really good They're for really your brain good. as well. Hmm. Good brain antioxidant. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. So the, we cool. got. We, we got kind we of. We didn't fulfill his need there. Cool. 
Okay. No, I just didn't know how to transition to where I'm trying to go. That's that was the real. That was a cool of like, all right, well, we're just gonna go a different direction. Cool point, so we're gonna man. let's uh, let's line it up. I had prepared you guys. I don't know if Sean's ready. I'm screwed. No, he's not ready. Do you want to? Do you need more time? I have something else we could do in the meantime. No, no, no. Because if we keep talking about different topics, I'm not. You're never gonna, gonna think get about there. That. Go okay, so we're gonna do something fun, and we're gonna engage the EOE community. Oh, in nice, a little nice. I like little that. game. You is like that, that? Is that new? Uh, yeah, I just coined it now. Nice. I like it. Turn a phrase. Okay, so we're gonna play. Two truths and a lie with Sean and Anthony. I just wrote a bunch of things down. Does it, is it supposed to be three? Well, the name of the game is Two Truths and a Lie. I don't care. It's, if you give a whole laundry list, it's going to be hard for people to... Yeah, the whole thing is that the person has to pick out the lie. So if there's like six truths and one lie... It, Probability is not going yeah. to be a good game for this them. Guy, this, guy, this guy makes two truths and a lie complicated. Okay, so... Don't be full of your stool. <laughs> Gently. Uh, gently. All right, don't so don't hit, my, don't, EOE hit my, community. don't hit my stuff, okay? You're going to, Anthony and Sean are going to read two truths and a lie, and you are going to pick it out. Maybe we'll have an Instagram post. Instagram. Instagram post. Don't ever misspeak in front of any of us, because it is just it's ruthless. savage. It's ruthless. Um, so, yeah, you, you guys are going to guess. We'll have, uh, and then whoever guesses it correctly first on the post will win a piece of merch. You said that like a question. I'm You're looking paying at you. for it, so whatever you want. All right, fine. I'll buy an extra. <laughs> what's the cheapest thing you have on there? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it'd be fun. Yours? You have a discount code. It increases by thirty percent on. Okay, it's, 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 sure it's a toll. Yeah. It's a friendship toll. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> Anthony's deep in thought, and Anthony has eight things. Sean has none. That's this. That's the funny dynamic. Oh, no, not right there. Where's the microphone? You I'm having like three or four bunches of two truths and a lie. I'm trying to make sure that I which get one it. you which one you want to select. No, I'm use all of them. Okay, I have a lot of good things on here. Okay, cool. Well, I have to do what? What's your bread? You're negative. What just happened? I didn't even say anything. Okay. I like um, your attitude, Darian. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, and so then, uh, yeah, you'll win something if you're the first to post with the correct answers. Because Anthony's gonna have a bunch. Okay. Anthony, why don't you read one of your your bundles? Why, why bundles Sean of thinks, joy. Why bundles Sean of joy, number one. Okay. Um, some people might know some of these, so I kind of worked through. I think. Anyway, this, we'll do this for the first one. <laughs> I was almost in a fist fight in a department store over complimenting someone's sweater. I stole a pink lawn flamingo from my neighbor. I drank eight shots of rum with three other people within 20 minutes of starting a work shift. I want to guess. I mean, we can guess. I, no, 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 no. We'll leave it to the community. I don't know this one. I, don't, I, know, one, oh, well, I know one of the truths. Well, why don't we? I think, I I think we should them. play. All right. Well, we just Hop won't say what's right. Media. Flamingo. No, no, don't. No, we will say because it's fun here. Okay, let's do it. Thank right. yeah, sorry, it you didn't win. You don't win anything. Sorry. Daring didn't you're even out. win. If you're, you're listening live, you can win. <laughs> <laughs> if you do tenant and you travel back in time and walk through the door and Imagine give us an the whole, answer. The yeah. whole room fills with people. <laughs> Wild. We time travels. Wild. Right? Wild. All right, so Sean, you guess first then. I said flamingo. The flamingo is a lie. Because I don't know if it was. Well, it could be the rum too because he did. The rum is too specific to be a lie. So I'm going to say Flamingo as well. 
because he shares. I just don't know how many too shots. Much time on my truths and not enough time. I only wrote a list of truths. I was trying to pick good stuff. It is the flamingo, right? It is. Yeah, You're, yeah. It was too detailed. You're, the rum was too detailed. To well, be also, he just shared it on one of the last podcasts. I did. Oh, I knew the sweater thing in the yeah. Department so store. That I was, was crazy. It, it, I said, "Hey, nice sweater," and the guy must have been all tweaked out. And he's like, "You want to go? You want to go out?" And like literally, like uh, like in my face, spitting on me, and I'm like. Like, not like spitting, but like talking so loudly and like frothy rabies that is like spit hitting my face. And I'm like, frothy whoa, rabies. and I'm not a fighter. I don't really fight, you know. I've always felt like this. Um, I feel like I have like deep embedded in my genetics, like that psychopath switch, where if you click that switch, there's li- it's literally like I will black out. And you might kill somebody. And I don't, I, like, there's no, it's over. So that switch has never been, I, but I feel like it's in there. So I just don't mess around with those types of things, but ended up not having a fight with them. That's I, one of the best piece of advice I ever got was if you ever get in a fight, be the craziest person in the fight. Yeah. Because then you have a chance, like, especially if you're not the biggest <laughs> guy. What someone tell you that? They were in prison when they gave you advice? They weren't actively in prison. <laughs> they had been in prison. They, it was like a sandwich <laughs> between the two. He wasn't a big guy. I was going to say. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I brought a bottle of rum in when I was running at TCBY Nathan's. Four, there was four of us. We each did eight shots in 20 minutes. We just drank the whole bottle so we could throw it out. There was no evidence. And uh, How was that shift? It, I would never drink with these guys again. I had to run the whole place with one other guy. One guy passed out. One guy was pouring yogurt on the floor. I think if I did eight shots in, in 20 minutes, I would not be good enough to run a, a business. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how I don't know how it happened either. I mean, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> the drinking, I didn't or the it. after the drinking. I don't know how Do this you, happened. No, you've never drank a bunch, and then you're like, I, I feel pretty fine. Like, did the alcohol not get in my system? Like, what happened? Like, Just, ex- from somebody from the outside perspective, we may have not. You may not look fine. Yeah, yeah. You feel I, you I closed fine. the whole place and I had no complaints. I mean, oh, I good. literally closed and ran an entire store to line out the door in the summer at a frozen ice cream place. <laughs> I mean, no up. numbers were wrong. Money was counted. You know so I mean? who said there wasn't going to be anything extraordinary in this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Sean, hit us with the, a bundle of joy, as you say. What was that? That was your dryer, I think. Oh, I have the air the earphones on. Oh, okay. Because I, I just heard it in the microphone. What through. was that? So this is tough because I didn't write anything down, okay. and I haven't been, really been thinking about it. But we will start. I once got pulled over. Going 140 miles per hour and didn't get a ticket. Number one. Number two. Sean, are you okay? You fall asleep on your microphone. (laughs) We don't have headphones on, by the way. Oh, you can't. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You just, Sean, you. (laughs) I can't. I'm keeping my eyes closed. Nice. Okay, so no, I heard the first one, but so let me repeat this again. Oh no, I heard the first one. That was interesting. It was just your position. Number two. I once was walking out of a 7-Eleven and got jumped by three people, and I used the power of punching two dudes in the nuts to get up, get to get this free. This is good already. Number three. Do you want number three or do you want number four? I don't know how to answer that question. What okay. Do you, what, do you, what do you mean? I was once riding a bike in Hawkins Woods out in Senator Selden, Selden, and I got stabbed by a guy with a beer bottle. Those are my three. Damn. Anthony, what's your guess? Um, open? Um, <laughs> he, he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> he wasn't paying. Right. I, um, got the, I got the 7-Eleven um, nuts one. 
I got um, the 140 mile per hour one. What was the third thing? They you stab, got stab with the beer bottle. Stab with the beer bottle while while riding our bikes. Yeah. I I hope the first one's not true, but no, I think it's number two. You think number two is a lie? Yeah. I, I remember you telling a story about getting jumped, but I feel like you got jumped a lot. I don't think that Sean would punch anyone in the nuts. Sean. I think he'd punch you right in the mouth. <laughs> he was short. <laughs> he was short though when he was yeah. a kid. But so he might have had like easy if I'm a nut kid access. walking at a Seven Eleven. Still, either way, whatever. I mean. I'm gonna go with number three. Being a lie, the beer bottle. How do you get stabbed while you're on a bike? That doesn't even make sense. That okay. makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not riding fast enough. No. So, um, I I was in the woods, and if you look, it's one of these sides. I have like these two lines. I got stabbed by a broken beer bottle. Why? Because we used to get into fights in the you woods, and there was crazy people. Just found a bottle, just stupid. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> I didn't grow up in Southern. So you grew up in Brentwood. I grew up in Brentwood. We got stabbed guy's on the basketball be, court. He's got a felon telling him to be the craziest guy to fight. He can't believe a beer bottle cut someone on a bicycle. In the woods, that was just like, in the woods. Why would you go in the woods go? to have fights? That's where you used to go to fight. Oh, like you had problems with somebody, you went into the woods, and you got trails, you got jumps. Yeah, uh, we dug them all out. Right, so that's again, a true one. Up in Brentwood, we stab each other on so, the basketball court. I walked out of Seven Eleven one night, and I got jumped by three dudes. Oh wow, that's the first one. And the uh, yeah, the first one is nah, a lie. Good lie. And um, the I had no way. I just I was so caught off guard. I couldn't respond to the situation except for I'm probably going to get my ass handed to me and get my shit stolen so I am just going to start punching dudes in the nuts and, and I worked. punched two dudes in the nuts I was it, it worked enough for me to get out of the current situation to get on my feet nice the third one is I've never been pulled over going 100 if a cop pulled me over at 140 miles per hour and I stopped I'm going to jail. Well, I thought you, were, you were like a paramedic and stuff. I thought, like, I've no, gone like 120 you can talk yourself out of a ticket 140 mile per hour <laughs> There's almost no PBA card that can get you out of that unless you're the Dude, son of a detective. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Point taken. That's it. Damn. Good. All right. Why don't we do one more of yours, Anthony? But this one will be the one for social media. Okay. So this one, ladies and gentlemen, if you're the first to write in okay. the correct answer, you will win something from the merch on the Grace household. Hopefully, my wife is not listening. Okay. I have a giant mole on my side, number one. I was afraid my arm would fall off as a child if I wore a certain pair of shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, I was attacked by a guy walking to the mall to buy lingerie because of something he thought I said. All right, that's a good one. That was a good three, right? Repeat them one more time. That was one more time. That was good, right? I have a big giant mole on my side. Mm -hmm. I was afraid my arm would fall off as a child if I wore a certain pair of shoes. (laughs) I was attacked by a guy walking to the mall to buy lingerie because of something he thought I said. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Write it that in. That was good. There will be a post. Those, Those were good. Right? <laughs> Let's see whoever uh, guesses this one first. What do you guys, well, you guys log your guesses. I'm not telling you, but log your guesses. Uh, Here? Just throw up the, just throw up the number to you? Uh, we'll, we'll post. We'll post on the post. We'll guess on the post. No. Oh, no. Okay. No. Try and get more engagement. That's me, I guess. Go ahead, Sean. What's your I guess? have two options because they both could be Anthony. How am I? What am I supposed to do though? With just nod with me. 
Just nod. Not about what. About oh, what? are you? Oh, he wants. He's so, doing like a si- silent ballot. You throw. Thing. You throw yours yeah, up. But what, what do I nod? Like, yes, it's the lie. Just, yeah, it's two truths and a lie. So you're just, it's the lie that we're trying. <laughs> Anthony to gave us all lies. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. Two truths and a lie. Please tell me. One of them is. Totally I'm not one. telling anybody. What anything all right, good. Is. We'll wait for the. We'll wait for the EOE. Um, the other the <laughs> Instagram answer. Everyone's posting. Got you. They're all true. <laughs> That's a very Anthony thing to do. Or they might all be lies. Yeah. Or so they might be two. Whoever truths. posts one, first, might be two lies or one truth. Whoever posts the lie first wins. So, all right. The arm thing sounds very true. <laughs> it, sounds, <laughs> it sounds very true. Um, all right, what, what do you got next, Darian? As we're coming, um, I feel like that this was a much more fun game if you talk about the stuff rather than do the social media thing. But anyway, we, talk, we did the first two. No, yeah. I know, but this he was fun. Keep going. Yeah, fun. Guys, Where'd you right, get those croissants from? Go to next. I made them. I made them from scratch. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> Restaurant Depot. You, you go, I made them from scratch. <laughs> I'm, I'm froze sure his face. Croissants are hard to make, too, because anything flaky, right? Yeah. It's not easy. You're a much better cook than I, though, so. Mm. Why are you staring at me so <laughs> intently? <laughs> Jesus. All right, what do you got, Darian? Um, Let's go with this last one. Okay, only one more. Complete about our last section, We're good. It's okay, Anthony. I can see your nerves. for season three. Nervous. <laughs> season three. Meditate. It's going to be all right. <laughs> um... Do you guys want to do something uh, fen? Oh, no. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. This what is, is fen? Fen. Um, this is, I think, a fun question, but also could be serious depending on the way you take it. What is a question that you wished people asked you more? Mm. I don't have any questions I wish anyone asked me more. Ruining the fun. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. In what capacity? Just in general? What are their capacities? <laughs> is it like uh, questions while Darian you're delivering? Thought this was going to be a showstopper. <laughs> I was excited about this question when I wrote it down. I stole it from another interview I saw. But is it is it like about like when you're talking about leadership? Is it when you like is it um, or when you're talking to a group of people or is it just you personally? Because if you're asking me personally, yeah, you personally, more people asking how you are, how I am, right. I would like that. That's Darian. the only thing that comes to my mind. See, th- that was very unclear. S- Darian, terrible. How hard are you trying to make Sean feel like his question's dumb while you look at him? Because no, this, no. this is your question. Your face. Okay, yeah. okay. Darian's the dumb one. I need one. to talk about I'm this. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. People, I I don't mean to do that. Oh, it was it, it was like harsh. hurts my relationships very much. It was I don't harsh. mean to. Oh do yeah, that. if I didn't I know Darian, I would have decked him stupid. ten years ago. He'd I be do that a lot. Out, he'd bleeding out my floor. I don't mean. He's I don't like know how to stop doing that. Picture the Grinch. Yeah, it was. With Kim Kardashian. Condescending. <laughs> the Grinch and Kim Kardashian together. That was Darian's face. My subconscious. I probably is do not the same thing. Nine, I mean, you, Anthony does this. You look angry. You just look pissed. He does. Oh, this. I've he does, he does this, I, right? I think I converted the face you make to the angry one, which is less <laughs> yeah. better. Which is better than yours. Yeah. I rather someone think yours I'm attacks someone's I'm identity and value as a human being. Mine just someone's like, are you? Mad I don't know at me? what to do because people say that all the time, and I don't. Know, how do you control your face? When am I supposed to? Look? You think about it. Yeah, you just don't give a shit about. It's not that to I don't give. It. I'm just often so shocked because I think so differently than people that I'm like, wow, I can't believe they just, I can't believe they said that. Right. I got it. I got it here. Okay, what's the one question you wish people asked you? Me more. Yeah. Um, I wish people asked me more about my the the journey to like wellness and sobriety because I I love talking about that. That's what you go with. I'm kidding. 
You knew that. But <laughs> for the first second I didn't, I was like, is that not that a good answer? Is that, that not a Very awkward moment. <laughs> I was like, was that not a good answer? My bad, I didn't know bro. who was kidding Jesus. and who wasn't either. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to two truths and a lie, guys? I'm like, worried. That's a great I'm story. Worried. Yeah. I'm worried. Um, no, but that's because like, what's the one question that you wish people asked you more on a personal level? Or in uh, helping people. Out. All right, all right. Hold on a second. We're gonna we're gonna abort. We're just gonna abort. This yeah, that question is shit. This is it is. We're just gonna abort. That was terrible. We're gonna go back. Here's my other. Where question. are you holding the microphone on the floor? <laughs> Damn, uh, it's getting hot in here. Um, okay, here's another question that you said you want to tell more stories. You have you, your two truths and lie. What is your most embarrassing story from school? Um, or school age, I guess. It doesn't have to be in school. Hmm. I have like... You I it. can't even remember most, most... I have a very hard time recalling anything. <laughs> the quote's like that too. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I heard you guys were talking about being trauma. Maybe. Um, I also just think it's like I'm not paying attention a lot of the time. I'm so busy so know, thinking about other things <laughs> that I'm just not even there. It never <laughs> even I'm just so going in this way and thinking, I just don't even know. So, but I can vaguely remember, I guess, I don't know, how old was I? Four, five? I can't. I, <laughs> Guys, I can't really remember anything when I was a kid. So I was two years old. <laughs> I think that, like, I think I went to the bathroom or I just peed my pants, or like I like got enough pee on me, and then I think we were playing outside, and like it turned like black. It was like so it was like really noticeable. I don't know if anyone else knew, or this is a dream. I'm not sure. Keep going. Where'd you keep going? That's all. I that's, did. It. So that's all I remember. Did anyone say anything to I you? I don't recall. Psycho <laughs> Mill uh, went acting. You just beat the crap I out of some kid for something. Uh, and that's how Anthony went to juvie. Uh, I don't really remember. I don't really in- experience the emotion of embarrassed very often. You are hard to embarrass. <laughs> that's why I was yeah. hoping this would be a good question. Um, I get, I, you were gonna say something? No, I just I get embarrassed. It's super easy. So I wore a dress and a candy striping outfit to school my um freshman Friday, so nobody could pick on me because I just didn't I just didn't give a crap. So I didn't really get embarrassed in school age. This guy's so badass that I asked him what his most embarrassing story is, and you're just like, yeah, I just did a badass. The only, thing. the only t- <laughs> fucking badass. The only Fuck two story. things that would be somewhat embarrassing would be I jumped on a treadmill at ten, like at the speed of ten, <laughs> and I flew backwards into the padded wall behind me. My face was just burning on the treadmill That's in hilarious. front of a whole gym class, and then we were playing speedball, which is a game that we played in high school. And I got near the bleachers, and you know how they fold up against the wall? I jumped up because you had to pick it up with your feet into your hands. So I picked it up, um, had it between my feet, and I jumped to go lift it up. I got checked into the bleachers, and if you look up here, I have a scar. Oh, is that where you got that scar? Blasted it. On bleachers? Bleed all blood, blah, blah. I was bleeding all over the place, but that was it. And those were even that embarrassing. Those bleachers were unusually sharp. You're talking about the wood ones, right? It was metal, though. Oh. It was a metal bleachers. Huh? We had metal bleachers. Those foldable bleachers always would just catch your leg, and they'd be. Ugh. These these were wood ones pushed against the wall, but the edge of the stair was metal. Yeah, I can't think of any embarrassing. Stories, I, I, really. That's those are the, would be my two most. I remember I was like on the playground. Uh, maybe I was in like second grade, 
and like these guys didn't want to hang out with me, so they're like, "Jump off this thing!" And it was like really high, and I was, but I just did everything. I thought I was gonna. I thought I broke my leg. I'm like, "Oh, I'm fine," but it's not embarrassing. It's badass again. Just you guys, are <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. Like, I, I was fat, but like, no one ever really made fun of me for being fat. I mean, one time, I was. There was this guy that would like pick. There was this kid that would pick on people. I guess I was in like fifth grade, and like he was like a bully and a little bit of a jock, but he was mean. And like, I don't remember how it happened. I don't. I, I can't really recall how we got here, but I'm, somehow we're in the playground, in and it. I think I was calling him condom fingers, and I'm laughing hysterically at him. And I'm la- and he's like, he got so he got embarrassed, and he was so mad, and I was running away. He's going to kick the crap out of me. And I'm laughing hysterically. But I was laughing so hard I couldn't run. So then I like basically stopped and he pushed me and I broke my wrist. Oh, no. But I wasn't really embarrassed about it. I just broke tell my me, wrist. Tell me about the time you were embarrassed. So I got assaulted this one time. <laughs> like, I don't, I, don't, I'm tr- I don't have any memories right. filed I'm, under I'm, embarrassed. I really wish people would have submitted questions because this <laughs> my uh, question. Let's go with one more as we are, wrap this. How long have we been doing this for? For 50, 50 minutes. I told you that it, 50 minutes? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. These other things would have been good stories. I mean, I <laughs> tell really tell a them. story. No. Finish because, us up with a story. No, because you said no. Just give us a question. I don't know, man, because one of these questions is not the greatest, and the other one can nuke the whole episode. So oh, nuke just, it. Just say it. Nuke it. Okay. And maybe not. Depends how you answer. I got two stories on here, too. Me and Sean were talking about it. I found If it's a nuke-worthy, I'm just going to shut the mic. Just, yeah, just cut it off. And if you don't hear anything left in this episode besides radio static, the episode went dark. Let's talk about our vault episodes. <laughs> Let's bring them up. Let's talk about the things we're not allowed to talk about. So that's exactly the, the topic of this question. Oh. Um, <laughs> your face now makes me not want to do it, but we're here now. So... In this world where we all have platforms, especially with social media, and you guys have built a pretty big platform, I think it becomes hard to begin to discern when to speak out on controversial topics. So the question is, how do you discern when to speak out on a controversial subject that may be outside of your expertise? Because if it's within your lane, then of course you're going to talk about it. But just in this world that's just rife and it's so polarized, it could be dangerous to express but there's also the other side is there is justice and there is truth in the world yeah so how do you discern what to speak out about and what not when to stay in your lane and when to step out um i think that you need to have a few very clear filters to decide first and foremost who am i what do i stand for and what are my values if you don't have that clear then i find most people speaking out on issues and speaking out in general, they're not speaking out about the issue as much as filling their needs for significance and having a voice. Mm. So, and I'm not putting down any cause. And again, I'm not going to mention any cause here because it's not relevant. But very often, I find that people are using and speaking about something in a way that is really kind of grandstanding to fill their need for significance or connection or argument or whatever it is because the question we need to ask is, is our promotion of this topic or this stand pushing things forward or is it just for our own gratification? Hmm. Because if we're not going to actually create any change, 
we're not doing any, we're doing harm technically to something or nothing or neutral. I don't feel like you should be motivated by personal gain. So I can very much understand the age old joking kind of comment, but although joking private is real of Republicans buy sneakers too by Michael Jordan when he had the chance to stand up for somebody. I believe it was North Carolina, if I'm not, mis- not mistaken. There was a guy that was very openly racist from what I understand, and he was unwilling to put his clout behind because he said jokingly, and he just said, I'm not involved in politics. It's not my deal. But I don't think that that was a decision made, at least from, my, from, from what we just did gather, the, the data we just gathered, because we can't also pass judgment on people. I don't want to do that. But based on that data set I was just given, that's based on personal gain. So not standing up for something because of personal gain or fear, I am strongly against. I will nuke my entire life for what I feel to be right and feel to be important. It's another reason that I feel very strongly about living below your means because I don't want the money that I am paid to have any hold over me. I don't want anything that the money that's being paid to me being able to cause me to have to make decisions to compromise my morals because it is much harder to be brave about the money you're making and standing out or speaking out against something that's paying you when you're using the money. If you're way below your means, it's a lot easier to have that bravery and that courage to make those types of decisions. So I think you need to weigh it really carefully, and I think there needs to be more healthy, respectful gentlemanly discourse. Hmm. And I don't mean that like, I don't mean to be getting into gender things, but just civil discourse would probably be the word I'm trying to say. Where people can respect that other people have views, but if you're going to stand up for something, you can't stand up for something and put a whole group of people aside. You can't, you, there's nothing more blinding than self-righteousness. So, that, that's my thoughts. Trombone? I mean... The everything Anthony said, and I, one of the determining factors of for maybe things that I don't share on that, like on controversial topics, is because it's not just it doesn't just affect me; it affects the like it has like secondary and tertiary effects in people in my life. That I'm not for me personally. There's only so much I can do, but the, uh, to move it forward. But there's so much damage that can happen from it if it's taken the wrong way. So I just stay the course. I say take a step back and I you know, I don't really get involved in those things. I mean, we will we will address it when it's something significant and chaotic or causing very um uh like it's causing some real tension in society, especially when it happens to be very wrong um or you know, and, and whatnot. I don't know if that makes any sense, but we'll address it. I'm just, I don't really, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to use my social media as that platform, like Anthony was saying, for myself. When you Maybe when you could create change or if it's, I don't know. Right. Go ahead. I'm revolutionary at my core. So, like, I don't put down anyone that stands for different things. You asked me when I use, and I believe that stewarding your influence is the only way you ever get more influence. So if you steward the influence you have improperly, and I I understand it's very difficult for people to decide what they're going to stand for, what they're not. You can't stand for a million things. You can't cause change in a million different places. I just, in most cases, believe and have found that unity 
and mutual agreement outside of topics that are harming other people to a great Mm -hmm. degree. And again, I'm not going to mention anything just for sake of this, but if people are being harmed, if people are suffering, if there are any group of people that is marginalized or is in a minority group in general needs to have extra time and attention just because of the nature of human beings, if you're going to have 80% of people one way and 20% of people another way, I don't care what factor is different. You pick. The 80% of people are going to do things in a way that's not probably going to be exactly in alignment with the 20%. The 20% is never going to be able to affect change if we're talking about voting democratic influence and culture. So. There's a lot of factors that go into making sure, but I think it starts with love and empathy, making sure that you're, you're doing things that you stand for, that you, you feel strongly about, and choosing your, your stances wisely. I don't know if what I'm saying is making any sense. I don't think mine made sense either. This is Him and I talked something a little bit about this the other day. That's why I was even hesitant to answer because I don't want to go down that road and put myself in a position where there could be any confusion on what I stand for or what I believe. Yeah, because well, I don't believe in me wishy-washy either. Like yeah, that's exactly. not what we're saying either. Well, what I've seen too is that maybe what you guys are saying there's a difference between speaking to an external audience on your social media and speaking to an internal audience that you've actually helped build. Because I know in our own organization we had a conversation about anti-racism mm-hmm. and taking a very strong stance against any kind of hateful language, sure. any hate, you know. And really, we we went in deep, and mm-hmm. it was we had a lot of. Um, different leaders um i remember a series of black leaders just speaking and it was just amazing that they had a a platform to affect huge changes within our organization so that's a lot different than just posting on social media and being like you know kind of i think what you're saying is virtual signaling where you're like exactly like oh here you know here's my thing and then you get into a fight on facebook and it's like yeah what did that do except just make two people not like each other and just more entrenched in their beliefs totally because it's not civil discourse so i think there's room for civil discourse around controversial subjects but some i think some things that you have to draw a line and that's what you're saying with harm or hate or like where it really is hurting people outside of that it needs to be um people need to ask people need to want to know i'm i'm christian i feel very strongly about that belief i've worked really hard in that faith i've been agnostic and atheist and worked through a lot of different philosophies but i'm not walking around yelling everybody if they don't believe in jesus you're going to hell I don't believe that's the right thing. If I'm talking on a stage about leadership, it's not my right to push my religious or personal spiritual views or political views down somebody's throat. If someone asks me my political beliefs or I'm in a context where I've been put in a situation to speak on those topics, that's a bit different. But me posting something about it, just like you said, I just I I feel that that's more hurtful. I feel stronger about the fact that we can all have an opinion than my opinion. So for me, the most important thing that I value, the thing I stand for more than anything, is people having freedom of speech, freedom of choice, Mm -hmm. to believe in any or no God, to vote for any party. So I don't care if someone's promoting any party to the hilt. My stance is their ability to do that is infinitely more important than the stance. Darren, do you have something? Darren has something to add. Well, this is, so I'm an advocate at heart. Um, so it's, I completely understand where you're coming from, especially as a leader of a large organization. And there is, there is truth and there are stances that I feel like hurt other people, but where, how do you balance that against freedom of speech and and not being condescending? So, well, who picks them? 
right? So there are stances that hurt other people, absolutely. But who do we who do we say makes the choice mm-hmm. of what you can and can't believe? Because that's a very, very, very slippery, tyrannical slope. Mm-hmm. No matter what way you cut it. Oh yeah, because then it's like you overthrow the government, and then you become the government, and then it's just your your rules. Right. So I mean, and you see that that's very divisive. That's currently going on, like. You have to do this. Or you have to do that. Like, who chose either person to be God now? All of a sudden, yeah, right. your opinion's the right one. That we can't can't be. That's not right either. So, right. I think the only way is to have this transcendental belief that it is freedom of speech, right. and that we need our integrity, and our values, and our culture, the fabric of our civilization, and people's inherent goodness and humanity to manage what's right and wrong, not someone's dictate. You know what I mean? Like technically people can walk around and say that I'm an anti-Semitic Nazi, but the culture is going to really, really not allow that in most cases. You can't have a swastika and people act like that's okay. Now, technically you're allowed to express that as a belief, but the culture is going to press on you very, 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 very hard in that way. So anyway, I feel like that needs to be values and people and people having a voice on things that are hateful and wrong. Well, and then I think you speak in, and this is probably where Sean is coming from too. Is like, so was that clear? Because you gave me like a half grimace. Well, the swastika thing is a very interesting topic, but we don't have to. I don't want to get to anything too specific. <laughs> yeah, we're going to stay away from that. Yeah, because there's certain Season symbols three, that people use that that can be debatable. Oh, how much is hurting? All right, so we're going to go back and not <laughs> yeah. go down this road any further. Yeah, and what I was going to say is, I think this is where it's coming from, where you're coming from, and I'm understanding better now too, even as we talk it out. It's like having the humility. Of knowing that your answer, your stance may not absolutely. be universal right. And that you might look back in 10 years and be like, absolutely. Damn, I yeah. can't believe I put that out there. I was really undereducated. I was too passionate. I missed it. So, you know, that's happened so many times in my life. So things as an advocate that I may feel super, super passionate now, it's uh, you have to have that humility that you, who's to say that you have. Yeah, 100% truth on your side. Mm-hmm. And you, but you have a circle of people. It goes back to having a circle of people that you could have these conversations with. It's like once we shut off the mics, we may go deep into this topic and right. talk more about it because we're not going to kill each other. <laughs> well, if he won't do it today. It might be a different no, day. Another another day. Another I appreciate day. what another you're saying. That's right. It was, it was um, wow. The future. Tenant. Tenant. Coming back. Oh, I love no, that. Um, um, so good. No, I, and I, I highly respect what you're saying too, Sean, because the group that I've cultivated, we all have, I think, very different political views, and we have such high respect for each other. I love hearing from people that are different from me because I love changing my mind. I've changed my mind significantly. I love changing my mind. Over the last several years. I see people even that I, like, agree with, and I'm like, have you, like, looked into any evidence on that? Like, sometimes I'll see people post stuff on social media. I'm like, that has been debunked, like, a while ago. They know you get into that echo chamber. Totally. And you're That's only hearing from people just like you, and you get in, you get all fired up, and it's it's so even if you had truth at one point, now you're so yep. extreme. That's why we were talking about this the other day again in the echo chamber. That's why I follow things that I don't necessarily agree with, or there's other people that have perspectives that maybe I don't see from um, from where I am, but I follow them. So it's not just the same thing that I like and the only mm. thing that I like. Yep. One, it gives me the ability to become more diverse in my thinking. But two, I'm, I'm also not so full of myself that knowing that this oh. one line of thinking is all that you have. Yeah. You gave me a really good site that it gives like both sides. It's yeah. called the flip side. I actually, On every I like issue. That. And I was like, wow, this is really cool because yes. it's actually credible sources too. So you're, like, you're getting that credible information. And then it's just like, okay, where am I really falling on this? Or am I just, prop- yeah. is it propaganda? 
Something to think about, too, that I've come to believe is really strong, like, regardless of anyone who wins elections, for me, I just am really happy that over the last several decades, I like when there's Republicans, Democrats in control of various different, the House, the Senate, and the presidency, because I don't want all Democrats or all Republicans running anything ever. The balance and the cause and the necessity of having to compromise with two different points of view is always going to be healthiest. So uh, I just think that's a really healthy place to be. I agree, 100%. 100%. 100%, brother. (laughs) So I think that is the end, the season finale of season two. I have two things here. Reverse. They might be truths or they might be lies. Do it, do it, do it. I lent $15,000 unsecured for a high-risk, high-yield investment. I've almost died at least 10 times. Countable. Two truths. Um, that's you my guess. Know. Ten times, I almost died a bunch, but ten times is a lot. I, I would, I would say, I like, in real life though, I think that might be my like around my. I number. mean, the way Anthony drives, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> zero of them from no, <laughs> no zero of them. You were one. with Darian once when you almost killed him. No, you almost. I killed wouldn't someone even count else. that. You <laughs> almost killed someone else. That wasn't also my fault. That guy was high as a kite, and he it totally was. overreacted. Definitely, that's funny. If you got out of your car with pajamas and like a, a <laughs> bodybuilder, why don't you finish with that story? How much time do we have? That story's hysterical. One oh five, an hour yeah, five. The, the only people listening to an hour and five on our podcast are true fans. I think it's worth. Yeah, I see the numbers story. of full listens. Oh, how many? Very few, right? We could talk about that offline. So who Somebody cares? If I listen to parts, does that count as a full listen eventually? I never sit Maybe. down and listen to the whole. I rarely no, listen. No, yeah, I think I mean? it, it might. Um, I just tell you that there's. It's not as high as I would like to. <laughs> you guys also thought twenty thousand wasn't very good. So, well, would you like a hundred percent full listen to or forty? Forty percent full listens would be really good. Yeah, I'm down with that. No, like they get forty. I mean, sorry, forty percent through. Like that's our average. That's about. They only I, listen I to because people. If it's an hour episode, they they're only listening to twenty five minutes, twenty two minutes. Yeah. But they're listening. And half of that is the intro from you. <laughs> <laughs> we should end Screw on this that. episode. End on Forget that this note. episode. End on that note. <laughs> well, thanks for I don't listening. even know if that's actually the number. It's just a joke. I, when, I, through this, the end of, this is the end of the podcast. You're assholes. Shit. Ass. <laughs> season two, final season, question mark. All right. This has been Extraordinary Excellence Podcast. Where one ordinary dude with an extraordinary haggard beard holding a red microphone asks some extraordinarily thick. terrible questions Aww. to two extraordinary people. Oh, wow. No, I'm just We're kidding. Good. It just was a last-minute roast. I didn't want to end on my roast. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to roast Sean? I don't really yeah. get roasted, so bring it. Well, you don't really you don't go at anybody. I just you went also, at Anthony. Okay, I go well, at you. You're the two roast. of the only ones that I really probably bust on the most. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I just saw you get really angry at a croquet game once, and I was just like, I don't well, think I'm going to roast, I, I, I I roast him anymore. I don't roast Sean because yeah. he might get angry. Just don't do it during a sport. <laughs> he was coming at me <laughs> and my fine. shins with a croquet club. That <laughs> was scared, so I don't yeah, roast I actually Sean broke anymore. his shin. <laughs> he actually got a tib-fib fracture. How about that time you tried to catch a balloon at my sister's 30th I was, party? I was just thinking threw like, a damn. croquet mallet on my mom's car, airborne. Oh, I won't I'm going to blame your margarita on that one. What? It was your margarita. I did not. He did. I didn't make the margarita. Yes, Sean did. did. That's what was Darian, such a did problem. I, make them? 
I did not make the margaritas, Darian. I, Darian? Did I you, saw you I, leave. I asked for one. You left and came back with two more. He made them. Darian. They were in the jug. Like a lot of people like, had issues because of your margaritas. A lot of people had issues because of Sean's margaritas. I, I didn't make included. margaritas. I will never drink a margarita again after Sean's <laughs> margaritas at that That's part. how I feel. I only had one. I had one. Anthony and I both make two. Those were mine. They're deadly. We, we have, they taste they're, good? they're mind erasers. Dude. They're dangerous. They're danger bombs. I'm, I feel nauseous thinking about Marcus. <laughs> Anthony did have a really rough day. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we're still recording. All right, I love you. Season Bye. three? Bye. Question mark. <laughs>